0: Hello and welcome to N-E Thing Funny. It's all about comedy in the Northeast of England. With her, Kate Murphy. And here, Pep Solsby. Yes, we are here to bring you your fortnightly dose of N-E Thing Funny, the Northeast comedy scene. So we've got a jam-packed show today with not one, not two, but three guests. Three. Two Pete's and an Ian. Two Pete's and an Ian. So we'll be kicking things off with Pete Shilton from the Splitting Sides Comedy Night, which has recently moved from Blythe to the environs of the Tanners in Biker. We've also got a little chat with Peter Dixon, who you might remember from a few weeks ago when he came to talk to us about the... Edinburgh preview shows happening at the Witham Barnard Castle. Well there's more of them there's more of them happening because it's not August yet, they're powering through We've, we've got more and more to get through first in fact there's one happening this very weekend so Pete will be telling you all about that and then on to our Ian yes Ian Lee the TV broadcaster and radio presenter extraordinaire who hosts the late night alternative on talk radio brought his new podcast show The Rabbit Hole to The Stand this sunday that was just yesterday if you're listening to this live and so. i went i went along i'm a big fan and i had a little chat with him beforehand which was amazing have to say i was very nervous before because i am a big fan i thought i was going to be sick but i powered through i don't think you can tell <laughs> we'll be having that later on in the show So nice to <laughs> meet you Ian Yes we're going
1: to be taking you a little bit further down that rabbit hole Take our hand and we'll we'll walk you through and, and
0: introduce you to Ian If you haven't met him before and of course, we have our regular hashtag giggle guide telling you about all the shows happening in the Northeast over the next two weeks. There's still loads going on, there always is. It's festival season as well, so there's even more stuff kicking up. In the run up to Edinburgh, we've got festivals happening in Darlington and Gateshead. So, so many comedy things happening. Edinburgh, the, the festival doesn't belong to Edinburgh.
1: Festivals can happen anywhere. And exactly. We've got our own going on. We've
0: got like our, our pre fringe fringe. Yes. I like that, I should copyright that <laughs> So you can get in touch with us while we are on air on Spark, where Sunderland lives Tweet us at N-E-Thing Funny or at Spark Sunderland or just send us a tweet whenever you might be listening to this We are on iTunes which is now Apple Podcasts And Twitter is 24-7 after all Exactly, um, you can catch us on Mixcloud.com forward slash N-E-Thing Funny as well and uh, subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher that you use Right, we're going to have a little tune now and then we'll be hearing from Pete from Splitting Sides. This is Adele, introducing herself, saying hello.
1: I'm here with Pete Chilton, the host of Splitting Sides comedy, which is now in Biker, not Blythe, but began in Blythe. How did it all begin?
2: Um, A lovely gentleman called Vince Race, does a lot of live music in Blythe at the uh, tavern and said, oh, um, the tavern needs a comedy night.
1: So who performed <clears throat> at the first one?
2: At the first one, we had um, Sam Potter, was our lovely uh, MC for the evening.
1: Who's at this one as well, in July?
2: She is, yeah. She's a firm favourite. Um, always like to have a lady um, amongst the... Um, Act men, amongst the men, yeah. But, but I always like to have a, at least one lady, like in in all of the lineups. Um, yeah, Diage Paxton opened. He absolutely smashed it. it was brilliant. Um, he's another firm favourite. He was on last month. The first one that we had at the tennis. Uh, Kane Thompson did his first ever set. He was really really funny. Uh, we had Leon Brown. Um, he was also hilarious. We had like the, um, Stockton by Middlesbrough Mafia. Uh, we had Frank Garrity headlining, we had, what is his name? Carl Gillespie, Carl B. Gillespie.
1: And you said the first one went well, so it hasn't been like a slow burner, it's been pretty much straight away people have taken to it.
2: I think the first one was probably like the most successful one that we've had. Why um, do you think that
1: was? Was it the people in it or...?
2: It was new, like, and it, for considering we organised it all in like a week, it was like amazing, the first one absolutely like smashed it and then
1: so, of course, there are, there are other comedy clubs as well, The Grinning Idiot, who are next door to you. Uh, we've also got Mr Shindigs and The Chucklin Monk. Do you, do you feel a sense of competition between them, or do you ever liaise with the hosts, with Joby and Hal and Carl? Do you, ever, do you ever share performers with each other and go, oh, he's good, she's good?
2: No, no, I don't think there's any competition at all. Um, well, obviously, there is a kind of competition to get people to come along, but I think we all like, need to or want to work together. <laughs> Um, to kind of help each other. Um, at the end of the day, we we're, we're all about kind of um, discovering like new sort of talents and like bringing them along. Um, at the same time as having a stellar sort of headliner and a, a really good sort of MC um, to kind of inspire people. Yeah, um, you've got
1: a mix of everyone in there, haven't you? Uh, and and brand newbies. Have you Have you seen some some successful brand new Performances and have you thought? Oh, he's brand new and it's gone really well.
2: Kane um, that did the very first one. He was he was really brilliant. Um, he's been on stage for a long time uh, as like an actor um, and as a singer, but he'd never done ever done like stand up comedy before. But he really excelled at it.
1: Was that his first um, ever comedy gig or ever, did ever, really? Yeah.
2: I think it was su- such a success. He hasn't done it again since.
1: Oh. <laughs> Keep it perfect. Like
2: literally, like I think. Yeah, the, he was like, yeah, right, I'm gonna go and do some of now. That was Have brilliant. people
1: in the audience ever asked for him back and gone, oh, when's Kane coming back?
2: Uh, I think one woman did say, where's that tall lad? I mean, sure. so, so not specifically in as, as many words. Um, audience members did always try and join in at the time, which wasn't ideal.
1: Uh, All right, okay, tell me more about that.
2: Um, some of the more regular um, customers they used to Get a bit drunk, and obviously they, they knew that they weren't allowed to interrupt, but they would politely say, "I've got a joke. Can I tell my joke?" No. Yeah. yeah.
1: What well, and think? They can just get up there. At, what did they try and get up, or did they just tell the joke from their seat?
2: Cyborgless uh, did encourage one lady to uh, to join in, which was actually pretty hilarious. Um It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, can't remember what happened.
1: Have you asked her back? Is she on the bill for any future ones?
2: We should invite her back. Actually, yeah, she was. Uh, great
1: so tell me more tell me more about who's going to be uh, this one 20th, Thursday 20th of July
2: um, George Lack who's emceeing, Um the Greek Jordy. the Greek Geordie uh, everyone's favourite Greek Geordie after Nick Ostabizas don't, don't tell uh, don't tell George that um, we've got
1: he's in this one isn't he
2: he is he is um, unfortunately um, we when we moved we had like a week, or two, should I say like two weeks, um, where we didn't have anyone, and uh, George has very kindly um, agreed to emcee. And so gonna you, have you didn't
1: have an MC for two of them?
2: No, um, George was supposed to be on, um, when we oh, were, when we're in the process later. of moving. And then um, yeah, and then Mike Milligan, he was like the week before, and then like George was kind of like in the ether, if you like. So unfortunately, um <coughs> had to uh, sort kind of George out and then he's now emceeing for Mike Mulligan so it's worked out uh, really well for us but we're looking forward to having George headlining later on in the year.
1: For those who don't know Mike Mulligan can you tell us a bit more about him?
2: Um, I'm sure some
1: of the older people might might recognize him from the Viz animation.
2: You've just stolen my thunder there Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say he's the voice of Sid the Sexist of which I'm quite a fan. Um, Why? Won't go into that in any detail. I always used to read the viz. Um, my granda used to buy me um, copies of the biz when I was much younger. I've got all the annuals. Uh, even went so far as when I was 20. Uh, my mates had a bet with me that I wouldn't get a tattoo of Sid the Sexist on my arm. Um, Were they wrong?
1: Did they lose money?
2: Well, I ended up getting a tattoo and it was paid for and uh, I had a bit left over. <laughs> it was good.
1: Uh, he's also written and performed for BBC, yeah, written for Biker Grove, um, Radio 4. did appear in Biker Grove? Appeared in Biker Grove. Did he appear in Biker Grove?
2: I don't know, we'll have to ask him. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to ask
1: him. Um, he's been on Afternoon Shift on Radio 4 and on Weekending. Um, also done plenty of comparing and headlining himself, Jonglers Comedy Club, um, Hyena Comedy Club, before it had its last laugh
2: were well, we were talking about the you hyena know, the other day, um, and I think that's I think that's where I first saw Mike Milligan. Um, everyone keeps saying like, how do you kind of pick your acts? And uh, to be honest, I'll be be quite honest at the moment. I just pick people that I really like. Um, seems to work. Everyone else seems did to you, enjoy. Did you
1: Did you meet Mike before you you brought him on, or did, had you just seen him at a few places? And, and just was it just a case of
2: I'd seen him at a few places anymore. before? And um, I asked him months ago when he was free and uh, as it transpired the, the first kind of month he was free was uh, this month so J- July um, so it has been in the diary for a little while if have moved him um, but he's been uh, extremely accommodating and someone I really really wanted to have on.
1: What did you like about him the first time you saw him?
2: He's just a proper like northeast comic isn't he? Um, well, we were just talking the other day about the the kind of how passionate like, all Northeast comics are, and I think we've got something really special in the Northeast. It's um, like a hotbed of comedy.
1: When you're deciding which um, acts to have on at, at your comedy night, is there a, a sort of tick list that you go through in your mind, or do you, has everyone that's been on had something different and unique about them that you've decided, oh yeah, they should be on?
2: Um, Well, a lot of people ask to be on. Um, I get a lot of recommendations as well from acts that have been on before. Um, That's nice of them. Yeah, and then a lot of people have said, oh, so-and-so has been on. They they really enjoyed it. Um, Is there any chance I can be on? And we're always, always happy to help. Like, I encourage people. Um, Go on the Facebook page. Also got a website, but I'm in the middle of uh, re-jigging the website, shall we say. Um, Lots of stuff kind of getting in the way of that, but it will be up. But uh, in the meantime, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash split insides comedy um, and then you can drop us a message on there um, or send us an email.
0: Yep, split insides, the newest night in Newcastle happening at the Tanners in Bite That was host Pete Chilton. You were just here and there.
1: One of the things he was talking about was the Viz and uh, the Viz animation on which Mike Milligan has voiced uh, the character of Sid the Sexist. <laughs> Uh, have
0: you seen the animation I haven't, no, I have to throw my hands up and say I didn't even realise that there was an animation I'm aware of the comic of course there Um, was my my dad was a big fan, we had viz annuals and and lots of uh, comedy t-shirts your your dad's not a Geordie though no, although his family are from up here he was born in London
1: so I was thinking uh, I watched some of the animation for 35 seconds (laughs) and then stopped (laughs) (laughs) I get, I get how enjoyable it must be if you are, I mean, especially, I was going to say if you're a 50-year-old Geordie man, but if you're, like, Pete, who is definitely not 50, Pete was saying that it was a big, that his granddad passed the comics down to him Mm -hmm. and they used to buy them all the time, if there's that nostalgia element attached to it as well, of course, and if you are, if you are a Geordie man or any kind of man and and you're and you've grown up in a certain time and you're reading these comics or watching this animation i can see how enjoyable it must be from that position because it's from it's i mean so you're saying it's that very that aggressive though you're saying
0: that viz is for that niche of men's comedy that's quite underrepresented i am 100 not saying that <laughs> <laughs> because i was
1: about to say that it's it's because it's not, it's not, it's not from just like a Geordie man's point of view. Because Geordie men aren't all like that. No, I was, of the, the thirty-five seconds that I could stomach of the Viz animation that I watched was, it was just like. Bam, 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 bam. It was like attack after attack on women. Oh, let's oh, let's right. use this in let's use a woman within this insult to describe a smell or to describe like so. It's all like negative, negative, negative. Like, can the- you take a break from attacking women for this a second? This was the character of Sid the sexist, right? It was him and his friends. It wasn't yeah. him. Like saying it, it was th- it was the guys that he was hanging out with. So. Like it's not. That's not. That's not men's comedy. That that's it's one hundred percent. The Viz doesn't represent men's comedy because men's comedy is not like that. That was just a bunch of men attacking women. <laughs> that's what I heard from it. And I and something else that I totally get is that not everyone can be. Which which we all know, we all know this anyway. But jokes aren't for everyone. you, you can't mm. have a joke that everyone in the world is in on. Someone. I mean not all the time, sometimes it's like some jokes exist that everyone, that a lot of people can laugh at but I get that sometimes for something to be funny a couple of groups of people in the world will be kicked out of the joke and oh this makes me feel mm-hmm. quite bad but it makes other people laugh so I get it but I know, I know that you, you can't compare sexism and racism to each other, they are two completely different separate things. But it di- there is a point to be made in the fact that if there was a character on the Viz called Val the Racist and people like, favourite character, I'm going to get a tattoo of her. You know who I love? You know who's my hero? Val the Racist. People, you, you wouldn't hear someone say that, would you? But Sid the Sexist is alright and
0: celebrated. Do you know, there's just... It's something we've talked about on this show before is the concept of punching down and punching up. Yes, we've and talked about it on the first episode yeah, with Cy, Heather. And exactly, his- and you know, if you're making a joke against a group of people, it really the context matters so much as to the person telling the joke and where they're placed in terms of power in society compared to the person they're joking about yeah exactly so which is why you know people say like oh if a," um i'm trying to think of how to phrase this without getting flamed on twitter for example well, uh, for example like um a white person making a racist joke is not acceptable, but then you've got um, like people of colour making a joke about white people. Exactly that because it's it's a different it's the power is in a different direction. It's, exactly, it's not punching down. It's making a joke against the the powerful group. And and white people
1: and and men and able bodied people aren't faced on a daily basis with things that are with like a negative front against mm-hmm. them women black people disabled people are faced with that on yeah. a daily basis there are jokes about them there are insults about them based around them there are they're constantly being fed if you live in the world as a disabled person as a black person as a as a woman you're constantly being fed things that no you belong in this place you are not as good mm-hmm. as this other thing that is the opposite to you you need to stop what you are doing because people do not like it when you try to have the same position as this person yeah. whereas men and white people and able-bodied people aren't faced with that on a daily basis which is why it's it's fine when, in within reason, of course, when a black person makes a joke about or an insult about a white person. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, someone can go, like, oh, white people can't dance and and uh, don't wash very much or whatever. And like, really, oh, well, that's, a, that's insulting to me, but it's not going to affect the power I have in society and the way I move through the world. And people, it's not going to change the opinions of everyone and make them, like, it's not going to become a thing that holds me back in life. Yeah. It's it's not an abuse of power. We're getting into some uh, deep territory here, Kate. Got another Pete up next. (laughs)
1: His name is Peter Dixon, and he runs Funny Way to Be Comedy. You can find them uh, on Twitter, at Funny Way to Be. Oh, not with comedy on the end, but at Funny Way to Be. Funny Way to Be. Who we spoke to in April. About his uh, about the John Bishop Edinburgh previ- not the Edinburgh previous shows but John Bishop's work in progress mm-hmm. comedy shows, um, and we'll learn we'll learn all about from Peter. We'll learn all about what a work in progress show from a, a like a high status celebrity, world world renowned celebrity comic like well, I don't know if he's world renowned but well known comic like John Bishop what work in progress g- gigs are like for him. But that was April. This is July, and on this Saturday the fifteenth of July we have four four acts doing edinburgh preview shows in a row at barnard castle
0: which is where funny way
1: to be comedy is held so Pef spoke to yeah i had a little
0: chat with peter and he's gonna tell me all about the show coming up just this weekend so peter last time we spoke to you uh, you were getting ready to put on some shows with john bishop and now i hear that you've got some even more exciting previews coming to funny way to be comedy
3: That's right, yes, it was a fantastic show with uh, John Bishop, and funnily enough, I caught up with him uh, at Durham Gala as as well the other day, and uh, he's doing well on his tour, so yes, that's good news. Um, But yes, um, we've had a couple of uh, previews already, Uh, John Kearns uh, came uh, to Bannock Castle, and that was an absolutely fantastic show, but this uh, coming Saturday, 15th of July, we're doing... um, a day as we're calling it but it starts at five o'clock so it's sort of a late day but we've got four cracking shows Hal Cruddleton, uh Jan Ravens, uh, Howard Reed and Joseph Marpergo, and uh, they're going to be doing each doing their hour shows so uh, yeah very much looking forward to that.
0: Great so how can um, people get involved to come and see those shows is it one ticket for all four or can they pick and choose who they see?
3: They can pick and choose, and people are doing that sort of thing. Some people are coming to uh, the early one. Hal's on early, and you might expect he's the most uh, popular already. Uh, He's on at 5 o'clock. But uh, you can get the tickets individually, so if you had a mind to, you could uh, go and see Hal Crudgesen at 5, go and have a meal, come back and see Joseph Marpurgo at 930 That uh, a lot of people are coming to see all four shows. There's a half-an-hour break between each one, so time to grab a bite to eat and all that sort of thing. Um, uh, But, yeah, pick and choose. Or you can get a day ticket, and uh, that also gets you into the shows first. So um, it gives you a chance to... Grab the best seats, but they're all good seats anyway, so maybe it doesn't matter that much. But uh, that's 25 pound uh, for all four shows. A fraction of the cost it would be at, uh, if uh, if you kind of bought them up at Edinburgh. I'm sure. But, uh, that's the way of previews, of course.
0: Yes. Yeah, so have you had a sneak peek at any of the material that we'll be seeing?
3: Well, funnily enough, I have, yes. Um, I went to Hartlepool to see uh, Howard Reed on uh, Friday evening. Uh, He, of course, is very famous for uh, uh, Big Howard and Little Howard, uh, the TV shows. He's on CBC a lot. He even did the show at the London Palladium. Um, but he's doing an adult version. And when you say adult version, it sounds a bit rude, but it's nothing like that at all. It's just a bit grown-up and dealing with grown-up sort of uh, subjects.
2: Uh, And
3: there's other characters as well as Little Howard, but uh, it's uh, billed as the world's first human cartoon double act, and it is exactly that. And I absolutely love uh, Howard Reed. I think he's a fantastic act, and the way he times the show and... um, You can sort of talk to a cartoon character and you kind of really uh, feel as though there's two of them on stage. It's really, really good.
0: And of course, Jan Raven's a big name for Radio 4 comedy fans. So is her set impressions-based?
3: Oh yes, very much so she's going to be doing a tour in the autumn at uh, bigger theaters and uh, yes it's uh, it, it's very much impressions based she's going to be up in edinburgh for the for the first time, uh, although she's been uh, she you know she goes as far back as uh, spit spitting image days uh, currently you know every Friday evening on radio four you can hear her repeated saturday uh, she she's the one who does all the female voices basically um Theresa May and et cetera et cetera.
0: And so this is all happening this Saturday, right?
3: That's right, yeah. And then um, there's two more Saturdays before the festival starts. So um, the following Saturday, Saturday, the 22nd of July, uh, a real old favourite of uh, ours is Jo Caulfield. She's going to be coming. uh, and doing her preview, I think she's she's been with us and done previews the last few years, yeah. And Brennan Reese, what a fantastic actor he is. He was one of uh, the best newcomers at the Edinburgh Festival last year, English Comedian of the Year. Uh, they're doing a as is often the case, uh, you get uh, to see two acts. Uh, you know, an hour each one with a break in the middle. So they're they're on Saturday, the 22nd of July. And then the following week, uh, the weekend before the festival, um, Carl Hutchinson, who is starting to make a big name for himself, of course, he was on the tour with Chris Ramsey supporting him. But uh, well, I saw him at uh, the Metro Arena as did something like 6,000 other people as well because uh, that was a fantastic night supporting Chris Ramsey there. And he's doing his own tour as well. So, uh, it's Chris, Ra- uh, sorry, Carl Hutchinson live, uh, is the show's uh, title. He's going to be up at Edinburgh. And then, um, again, somebody I saw a long time ago, in fact, he came to Barnard Castle about four or five years ago, just after he was uh, Edinburgh as um, best newcomer. That's Daniel Simmonson, who's a Norwegian, uh, but he lives in the main in New York City. Um, and he's probably best known at the moment for appearing in uh, House of Fools, the series uh, there. He was uh, uh, the son of uh, um, Bob Mortimer uh, in the TV series there, yeah.
0: And uh, is there a a website anywhere that people can get these tickets from?
3: Yeah, sure. The the venue uh, has a website, uh, thewitham.org, but that's probably the simplest way to get them and see all of uh, my shows. Uh, uh, straight up is funnywaytobe.com and that's uh, just all one word funnyway and t-o b-e dot com and uh, I mean obviously if you googled it it would uh, come to the top of the page as well so Um, and on the first uh, page there's a list of all the shows so Uh, just a few days ago uh, we released that we had uh, Omid Jalili uh, coming in the autumn as well Uh, after I printed all my flyers for the whole autumn (laughs) so you don't turn down a a show like like that that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Oh, thank you so much for talking to us Peter. Is there anything yeah, else fashion. you want to anything else you'd like to say before we say goodbye?
3: Um well, uh, we we have a very solid uh, season uh, in the autumn if uh, folks want to look at uh, that Paul Chowdhury doing a massive tour he's coming on the 8th of September, Robin Ince. Pajama Men. Um, anybody who goes to Edinburgh will know them because they're a huge festival uh, favorite there. Coming um fourteenth of October, and Nick Helm again, a fantastic actor's He's doing a lot on TV at the moment, uh, starring in the TV series Loaded on ITV. Matt Richardson, uh, Andrew and Barry, great character acts, and uh, Daniel Sloss again in Edinburgh. You've got to fight for a ticket. He fills the biggest halls at Edinburgh. Um, And he's uh, starting to make a huge name for himself. And then later on, uh, Ed Gamble. So lots and lots uh, in the autumn as well as uh, across the summer.
0: Wow, absolutely (laughs) jam-packed.
3: Indeed, yes. My trouble is I can't say no. I kind of book a show a month and then I get a phone call uh, asking me if I'll do another one. And uh, I must learn to say no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then again, when it's such a fun job.
3: Indeed, yes. Yeah. So we do it for the love of it, yeah. We're never going to make a fortune doing this, but uh, it's, uh, it's all good fun, so, uh, yeah, we love it.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much, Peter. Anytime. Give me a shout
3: anytime. Cheers now. Where
0: local
4: music lives right now. Spark. Strawberries, cherries, and
1: an angel's kissing spring. Spark. Where, where Sunderland lives. And that is officially launched this Friday at 1pm. That was Summer Wine by Cherry Head, Cherry Heart. Um, Definitely one of the more
0: easygoing bands. Yeah, they said that they were influenced by Saint Etienne and I can really hear that in the, the, the girlishly sugary sweet vocals. Like a good summer wine. Exactly. You're listening to N.E. Thing Funny. It's all about comedy in the northeast of England with her, Kate Murphy. In here, over there, Perth Today we've got two Pete's and an Ian. We've heard from Pete Shilton from Splitting Sides. We've heard from Peter Dixon from Funny Way to Be. And soon we will hear from Ian Lee of Talk Radio fame and the Rabbit Hole podcast because uh, he performed that show at the stand yesterday. Uh, but first. <laughs> It's time for our hashtag Giggle Guide, where we let you know about shows happening in and around the North East over the next two weeks. So kicking things off, of course, the Stand Comedy Club has something on pretty much every night of the week. Today is no exception. Good Grief is at the Stand in Newcastle. Uh, They've also got uh, uh, The Hole in the Wall in Darlington has Patrick Monaghan and Rob Rouse. Uh, Tomorrow, Rhubarb and Custard in Siam is hosting Andrew Ryan and Patrick Monaghan. He's back again. We've got a preview, an Edinburgh preview, at the Dog and Parrot um, for the Long Live Comedy Night in Newcastle. Now this is John Scott and Tom Short doing their preview <coughs> shows at this weekly event uh, where there is live comedy in the function room above the Dog and Parrot in Newcastle, just near the train station. Excuse my cough there. And if
1: you've been, if you've been attending the the string of amazing lineups that have been on for these Edinburgh preview Tuesday nights at Long Live Comedy upstairs at the Dog and Parrot you'll 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 be able to agree there's been so many good acts on Uh, recently saw Leigh Kyle's preview um, Joby McGain's preview Mm -hmm. for his show Carl Halbert for free
0: free you get to see these almost perfectly finessed acts just doing that just rubbing off the last of the rough corners before they take them up to Edinburgh just checking how the audience likes it checking what they like and what they don't like and they'll build the show around that crossing the T's dotting the I's doing the little tweaks and also tomorrow now I'm super excited about this a new show coming to the Stan Comedy Club Matt Reed's Gag Reels it's a panel show at the stand, hosted by Matt Reed, him of luscious hair and luscious beard, and it's based on movie trivia. Well, I, it's not based on movie trivia, sorry, but it's based on the movies, and the teams uh, battle it out to be the best at having nothing and everything to do with the movies. Lots of silly games and jokes, and uh, some live like live comics for performing. The, the teams are local comedians. I'm so excited! Like that sounds so much fun. So I'm definitely going to check that out. I think we should try and get Matt on to tell us more about that because, you know, I love quizzes and I love panel shows. And Matt. (laughs) And Matt, Oh yes. Uh, So on Wednesday, uh, we've got, well, Darlington Comedy Festival is kicking off this week. See, another one, another Uh festival. Um, And the Old English Gentleman in Darlington is playing host to a bunch of shows. So on the 12th, there's Andrew Ryan and Dave Johns. Also back in Newcastle, Red Roar at the Stand, which is your weekly show of up and coming new comedians. Um, only th- is it three pounds now, three or four pound on the yeah. door, still super cheap. And following the uh, Saturday
1: 24th comedy barbecue at the Stand, Mr Shindig's Comedy Club is, well, Mr Shindig's
0: Comedy, no club on the end, is back. Uh, on this Thursday, as it always is. Yep, at the Cumberland Arms, and uh, amazing lineup as per usual. Lee Kyle, John Whale, Sammy Dobson, and Anya Atkinson. And uh, Anya is the one name on that list I haven't seen live yet. But that's changed. That. Judging by the the quality of the, the lineups they've had so far, I do not doubt. That it'll be a stunning show. Hosted,
1: of course, by Joby McGain and Hal Branson, who featured uh, Hal Branson featured on uh, the last show that we yes, did. And
0: if you missed it, check us out on MixCloud.com/slash anything funny or Apple Podcasts. Search for anything funny. You'll find us. On the 13th, at the Stand Comedy Club has got Gavin Webster, another previous guest on this show, with Joe Heenan, Archie Maddox and Dana Alexander. Then Jestival kicks off this weekend. And who's starting it? Who's starting Sarah Pascoe. Yes, there is an opening night gala with Mickey Hutton, Sarah Pascoe, David Haddingham and Terry Alderton, so that'll be down at the Baltic Keys in Gateshead. And also Sarah Pascoe and Hal Cruttenden are doing their own solo one-man shows that night as well. And then Hal is back the following night, as we've just heard from Funny Way to Be comedy main man Peter Dixon. Hal Cruttenden will be at Barnard Castle at the Witham for the Edinburgh Fringe preview nights they've got there, along with Jan Raven, Howard Reed and Joseph Morpogo then our pal Lee Kyle is back for the comedy as part of Gestable on Saturday. He's doing a kids comedy workshop in the morning and then he's doing the best comedy he can do without swearing later in the afternoon, so check that which out. Which
1: aren't the same thing,
0: which you'll know that if you listen to episode four.
1: Um, we spoke to Lee about doing kids comedy and he explained that uh, doing kids comedy it obviously isn't just doing your adult set to kids and taking out the sweary bits. Um, it's there is it has its very own art form that you're either suited to or you're not as a comedian. Uh, but of course, once once you've listened to that, go go and see Lee Kyle at Jestival, in the many shows that he's doing.
0: And on the fifteenth, your other Jestival acts we've got Mitch Ben, Zoe Lyons, Phil Nichol, and Desiree Birch all doing shows. Again, brilliant lineup. And I'm not going to be able to see them because I've got to be in Birmingham this weekend. Like how how typical is that? The, some of my favourite comedians, Zoe Lyons, I love. Coming up to Gateshead, where I live, and I have to be in Birmingham. On Sunday, the football show with, oh, Lee Kyle again, and Gavin Webster and also seymour mace who we interviewed on our last episode he'll be making it all up as he goes along at the stand on sunday the 16th if you've never seen uh, seymour mace before uh, you can you can hear more
1: mace in the the last podcast that we did you can hear him live uh because we recorded some of what he did at the uh, at the mr shindig's barbecue you can you can hear him live well he
0: was live but you can hear him on the show you can hear a recording of him live as live when he was live yes on Monday the 17th, there is a comedy night. Uh, of course there's a comedy night, Pef. I mean, there's a charity <laughs> night. <laughs> surprise, surprise, Stan Comedy Club puts on comedy night. There's, Tell a, me more. there's a charity night in aid of the Percy Headley Foundation for Disabled Children. Now, this has got Catherine Tanny, Neil Harris, Matt Reed, Mike Milligan, and Lost Voice Guy is going to be headlining that. Mike so, Milligan, of course, who we've just been uh, talking about with Pete Chilton. Matt Reed, whose beard I have mentioned several times so far. And Lost Voice Guy, who we haven't had on this show yet, but we have mentioned him. We have had some clips of his on. But, yes, so that is £5. Just pay it on the door when you get there. Um, Also, Darlington Comedy Festival continues with Harriet Dyer at The Old English Gentleman in Darlow. Tuesday is Bright Club back again. Now we did a feature on that episode six for our science in comedy special. So I would say scroll back to listen to that if you're not sure what Bright Club is. Basically, it's comedy about science. It's scientists and researchers doing stand up about the the science they're looking into.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'll be there. Also, not um, as an academic, but as an audience member. (laughs) The old English gentleman uh, on the 18th has Carl Hutchison and Will Duggan. Then on the 20th, your just. Gest- oh, look who it is. <laughs> digestible acts are Matt Reed, Mike Gunn, and Scott Gibson. The 20th is a Thursday night. That's uh, the Suggestibles at the Stan Comedy Club. That's the Northeast's favourite improv comedy troupe. And uh, a per- certain Kate Murphy, sat in front of me, has appeared on stage with them. Very good. Gavin Webster is also on at the Pothouse in Hartlepool that night with Lou Conran. Then uh, at the stand for that weekend, there's Chris Henry, Matt Green, Matt Reed again, <laughs> and the Reverend Obadiah Stephen Wolfe III. Uh, continuing with the family theme at Jestival, Balloonatics are going to be at the Stand Brilliant. Comedy Club. Uh, we've got Joe Corfield and Brendan Reese at Barnard Castle on the 22nd. We've got Cat Lucas, Sophie William, Gavin Webster, and Johnny Pelham at. Digestible. we're nearly, there. We're nearly <laughs> yeah. there and to round things off another viz man uh, Simon Donald Satis Scraptory at the Stand Comedy Club on the 23rd so that's your comedy for the next two weeks do you think that's enough to keep the people busy? Hang on did you mention July 30th?
1: Sunday July 30th Lauren Patterson is at the Stand with our Edinburgh Preview Show no, because that's the following week. Oh, we'll, we'll, be mentioning- we'll mention it again next we'll week. Be- I just want to know sure. that I want everyone to know that Lauren Patterson will be at the Sand on the thirtieth of July. Bef- that'll be one of the last chances you can catch her before she
0: goes to the Fringe. Go and see her. And it's, only- and it's at five o'clock on a Sunday. Cool. It's so easy to get to. Well, we'll be mentioning that in our next Giggle Guide in two weeks' time on Monday the twenty fourth of July. But there's a Giggle sneak peek for you. Giggle sneak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Time for our final interview of the day. Uh, As I said, I went to the Stan Newcastle yesterday to talk to Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, not that one, uh, about the Rabbit Hole show, the podcast, which is a live radio show recorded in front of an audience. And I had a great time chatting to them here are some highlights of our very long conversation. You've achieved the unachievable, which is get signal in the stand basement. (laughs) Everyone was
5: saying, guys, you do know it's basically a cellar and you won't be able to get internet. And I'm panicking thinking, but they told me that we'd get internet. And they have, and they've been, um, by the way, we just had a roast dinner here.
0: Nice. Bloody hell, it's good. It's good,
5: isn't it? I mean, terrible idea having a roast dinner before a live show. Just, just stupid, but... Well,
0: it's warm enough that I've got the sweats without um, having a roast dinner, so...
5: Tell me about it, man. You know, everybody's going to be sweaty. It's going to be sweaty and intimate.
0: What possessed you to do the six and a half hour journey up here to the northernmost city in England? I didn't know it was so far away, and that's
5: not me. Well, it is me being stupid. I genuinely didn't know it was so far away. Uh, and b- 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 what made it worse is that for most of the M1 and the A1, it's 50 miles an hour because there's roadworks. Um, so just someone said, Oh, d- d- would you like to play a gig at the stand? And of course, the stand is, you know, the stand and their various comedy clubs are, are world famous, you know. I was particularly aware of the one in Edinburgh. Um, And and we went, yeah, 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 sure, of course, of course, of course, Newcastle, yeah, 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 that'll be fine, yeah, not a problem, what's that, probably about three hours, three and a half hours away, and then I I put it in my sat-nav on Friday morning, I was like, oh, Jesus, that is really far away, why didn't we get a train, well, you know, I'm glad we did it, I'm glad we made the effort, and, um, you know, uh, I'm I'm painfully aware that everything is London-centric, And you know, and it works for me because I kind of live near London. But um, most of the people in the country don't live in London, Mm. so which
0: is easy to forget. It
5: is easy to forget. And um, so, me and Catherine are making an effort to kind of take the radio show and take the rabbit hole out and about to um, different places.
0: So, what's the what is the rabbit hole for people who wouldn't know?
5: It is a. Uh, pre-recorded phone-in show recorded live in front of an audience if that makes sense basically we um, perform a a phone-in radio show but in front of an audience and people Skype in and people leave messages and I've got some messages left up here and you see Beautiful Lady I mean this is one of the messages that we've Oh, we can't hear because for some reason it's not um, it's not plugged in be- beautiful lady, happy together and things like that and um we do it in front of an audience. The audience are invited to chip in, but they don't have to chip in if they don't want to you't you never you know would never presume that um someone would want to join in um, and that's it really i've got to be honest right we this is not the biggest gig for the stand we that holds three hundred let's just say with an hour to go, there are still over 260 tickets left available. But, 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 everybody here has been absolutely brilliant and made us feel so welcome. So we are, we are thrilled, thrilled. Would you like to come back and meet Catherine? Of course, I'd love Catherine, are you decent? Yeah. There we go, come on, <laughs> come on guys. We wanted to do the talk radio show in front of an audience, um, but it would go out live. And for various reasons, it's, it would be really difficult for the audio, it'd be difficult for the audience to hear the radio show as it was happening. Mm-hmm. So we thought, right, well, the way around that is to pre-record it. How do we get calls? Okay, if we have a Skype number and we have we stream it on Periscope, that's how we could do it. So we it, it wouldn't have worked on on the radio station, but it kind of worked as as an idea for a podcast. And we booked a venue. We booked a venue in London, <clears throat> and we sold 100, t- 100 tickets and um, on a Sunday night or a Saturday night and as we kind of sat there, it dawned on us, we had two hours to fill in front of 100 people and we had nothing, we had nothing. Um, we had the Skype, we had the computer, we had a screen at that point, um, but we had no material, we had no gags, we had no act and we didn't really know if people were gonna phone in and we, we, we you know, did nervous introductions and we turned on Skype and for the first five minutes, no fucker called in and we sat yeah. there going, this is gonna be a really long evening. And then suddenly, about five or 10 minutes after we, we turned it on, the phones went nuts yeah. and, and it worked and people in the audience laughed, you know, yeah. laughed at stuff that we normally do in the studio to ourselves they were laughing. And that's
4: the weird thing, because obviously we're in a studio, and we do go on, and it is pretty freestyle, you know, sometimes we have an idea of direction we want to take things in, but not that, it's not that prescriptive. So once we relaxed and just did our thing, it it kind of worked, and and the weird thing was, hearing the reaction straight away, because obviously normally it's just us two in a studio, making each other laugh, you know, so. Hearing a reaction from other people who were listening was amazing, you know, and yeah. um, absolutely loved it. It must be, yeah, a whole different vibe when you've actually got the live audience there and you can feed off and yeah. bounce off them. But the, the temptation is then to try and turn it into a comedy or stand-up or whatever, and yeah. it's not that, is it? I'm not quite sure what it is, but it's not stand-up.
5: It's uh, I don't know what it is. It's just a gentle. Just if there hang... are laughs, if there are laughs, that's a bonus.
4: It's just a load of people hanging out with each other, you know. And the interesting thing for us is that people when people jump in, and that's what we really want. Mm. We don't want it to be kind of performers, audience, everything separate. We want people to feel like they can um, chip in, and they do. And and what we found is when we went to Manchester, they were a lot more willing to do that early on, weren't they? Whereas the southern audience is a little bit more restrained to start
0: mm. with. Yeah. But, you know, once they've had a few jars, it's usually yeah. quite helpful. Because <laughs> yeah. you said that you want the rabbit hole to be separate from the radio mm. show. Yeah. So yeah. what are the different directions that they're taking? Uh,
5: we don't quite know yet. On the talk radio show, there are lots of kind of... Oh, what? Here's a word I've only just learnt. Memes. Mm. Um, and kind of catchphrases and repeating motifs and things, you know, like hip, hip, hip and what kind of cake and, 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 and stuff like that. Um, which are great in there and we love it we love all the catchphrases we love all the in jokes we love the fact that listeners kind of have to work a little bit on the the talk radio show if they want to get it but with with the rabbit hole um we are a a great pains to kind of remove any of those references any of those catchphrases can't always but you know like if someone phones up and goes "Hip, hip, hip We'll take that out and just tidy it up a bit, because we want it to stand alone as a separate thing. So that you know, one day when the talk radio show ends, and it will, uh, th- th- this this is still an entity on its own. It doesn't need the the talk radio show to kind of yeah. be a crutch for it to lean Plus, on. Plus, the
4: thing is with the hip 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 and all that sort of stuff is that it it it, it sounds like you know, we we love it when people stumble into uh, the talk radio show and and everyone else listening knows that it's the first time in there because they're kind of falling into the traps like expecting to have to lay out certain topics or, you know, whatever it is. Because there is a kind of a bit of a club feeling and we try not to make it exclusive, but people do feel like that they're in on the same joke. Do you know what I mean? With the rabbit hole, because we're kind of broadcasting to Skype and we're trying to get randoms to phone in, we don't want it to feel we don't want it to, it to feel exclusive or like they're,
0: they're missing out on something.
5: I'm just, the phone. You on to, I'm just tweeting the phone number. So that's another reason
4: why we want to kind of distance it from that.
0: So where where do you share the phone number? Have you shared it in random places? Well,
5: this is the thing, yeah, we, we've... We, well, you know, yeah, kind well, that's of. that's classic. We've kind of asked people to give it to friends and, yeah. and we've had quite a few messages from people who don't know what they're phoning. Um, and we've had a couple of phone calls from people who who said, "I've been given this number. What is it?" One was one was really interesting. It was only a guy who just had a kid or something. Yeah. Um, and this is just my mate just told me to call. And we not, we nearly let him go, but it was um, it, it, it it just had a kid and he was telling us about that and about his life and stuff and I mean, it was. Like-
4: but we've had people phone in and get quite angry that they didn't really know what it was,, yeah. as well. and that as well that that discomfort is also a beautiful thing on radio, so yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable for us at the time, but actually it sounds tense and exciting when you're listening to it at home so
5: it, this I'll prove it works okay, you can leave a message the, the odds of us answering um this very second one the very same you can skype, hey rabbit hole show here's the phone number guys, and it's not a premium rate, it's a local rate o two o three. 286 6370 0203 286 6370. You can call that now, leave a message. There you go. Oh, and we stream it on Periscope as well, you know, so people can join in the conversation. We were in and ahhing about Periscope because I'm also a fa- coming round to the idea that too many things are recorded and streamed. And um, John Ronson did some talks recently at the Leicester Square Theatre and everyone said, are these going to be recorded? And he went, no. Mm -hmm. And that's quite refreshing to do something that only exists in that moment. You know, once those two hours are gone, it's gone except in your memories. And I'm coming around more and more to thinking, actually, there's something in that that I'd like to do, but I don't quite know what... So we undenied about Periscope, but actually for this it's really good because it does mean people can get the thread of the show. So they can phone in and be random, or they can phone in and go, that guy you had on ten minutes ago, mm. I disagree with what he yeah. said. I think this, this and this. Um, so, so we stream it on Periscope.
0: Do you think you'd ever put on a theme or something or a topic for people to call in? Or would Yeah,
5: you? yeah, I, 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 can, I can see us trying things like that, you know, with it's fun to do it on the radio show, you know, men only nights, women only nights, people over 30 only nights, kid, you know, and I can see that working in this. And
4: the thing is with this as well, we haven't quite decided what it is yet. It's it's changing all the Mm. time. And so there may come a time quite soon where we do change direction in a way.
5: Yeah.
4: I mean, we're toying with the idea of not doing the live recordings for a bit. Well, I
5: like the idea of maybe doing it in someone's house, um, maybe. And we've done a couple where we've just done it in a studio, you know, and I've just tweeted... We're recording now. Yeah. If you want to give us a call, um, I like the idea of Kath doing one on her own. I like the idea of me doing one on my own, and kind of mixing it and, and and just you know trying different things. Yeah, I think,
4: and that's the beauty of it. We're not beholden to anyone else. We completely. It's, we're a two man band. You know, he's in charge of the recording tonight. I'll be the one editing it together and making up the episodes and putting it online. So we can really do whatever we want, and that amount of freedom means that. You know, we we never say that we're not going to do it a certain way because who knows how we'll feel in two months, three mm-hmm. months' time.
0: So that was me talking to Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle at the Stan Newscastle ahead of their rabbit hole show gig that they did last night, which was so much fun. Oh my goodness, it was great. I'd highly recommend they said they are going to try and come back up to the northeast or at least get out of London, so I would recommend uh, getting along to one of them if you can. And Ian very kindly gave you the phone number or Skype them at Hey Rabbit Hole and leave a message for the next show. Do that whenever. Easy as that. Like Twitter, Skype is on 24/7. Yeah, it it doesn't sleep. Maybe it should sometime. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> This is Anything Funny, all about comedy in the northeast of England. And it's not time for Spark News just yet. (laughs) It will be in about one minute's time, so it's time for us to say goodbye. Thank you very much for listening this week, and do join us again in two weeks' time. On the 24th, we will be back. And we will be talking about Lauren Patterson, who is at the stand on Sunday the 30th of July. We will, and hopefully we'll be discussing a bit about um, sketch comedy groups as well. We've got a bit more with Hal Branson of Hot Gulp. And uh, who knows what other surprises may come. (laughs) So, Thank you very much for listening. Remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice, anything funny. Tweet us at anything funny on Twitter. Let us know if there is anything funny happening in your neck of the woods over the next two weeks. We'd love to hear from you. She's been Pef Soresby. She's been Kate Murphy. And you've been listening to Anything Funny. Thank you.
1: And goodbye. N-E-P-I-N-G-G-G-N-U-N-N-Y. P- I- G-